Stories of the Day. Hashtag SAFM Sunrise. 12 after 7. Good morning. Well, as we sort of get used to load shedding again, those three units at Kusile now operating. But without the flu gas desulfurization system, in other words, the worst pollution they generate is being pumped into the air and is not being taken out by what's in the top of the, of the chimney. At the same time, now I claim that Eskom's coal-fired power plants will lead to the deaths of 92,000 people over their remaining lifetime. Maybe that should be early deaths. Let's speak now to Laurie Maleverta, the lead analyst at the Centre for Research on Energy and Clean Air. Laurie, good morning. Thanks for your time. Good morning. Thanks for having me. When you talk about this number of deaths, what exactly do you mean? How would these plants lead to this number of deaths? Do you mean earlier deaths? Right, so every death is an early death. There's a, a very common way of talking about premature or early deaths with air pollution. That is a relic from when we didn't understand how long-term the health impacts of uh, um, air pollution are. So we're not talking about people who are on their last legs infirm. We're talking about deaths that occur on average 10 to 20 years earlier um because of of air pollution so in that sense we feel that using the word deaths without any qualifiers is uh, justified but so in this case what we've looked at is uh, there's a proposal to delay all uh, coal power plant uh, retirements um beyond uh, 2030 so all the plants that were supposed to retire before 2030 would be kept on uh, for longer and the excess air pollution emitted by those plants over that period would result, based on our projections, uh, in uh, uh, 15,000 excess deaths. It would obviously depend on how long they were on for, whether they were on every day, whether they switched off for a month at the time. It would depend on all of those things as well. Absolutely. So the assumption that we made is that they operate as they have so far. Uh, The other assumption that we could have made is that uh, miraculously they start to function as they're supposed to, which would mean that they would be run more and generate uh, more pollution. So, but the the um, uh, key problem here is that 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 these plants are not um, operating as reliably as they should, and and funnily enough, that's resulting in less pollution, but it's also resulting in um, in the issue of load, sh- load shedding. So this is a classic case. It's like buying a car. You don't need to look at the amount of money that you're buying, that you're spending on buying the car now. You need to look at what it's going to cost you over its entire life to run. It's the same with power plants. You're not just looking at how many people might die because of pollution now. If they run properly, and in fact the anti-pollution technology works better, they will run for longer. Are you suggesting over that time the total number of people who die early would be greater? Uh, the pro- the problem here is that uh, ESCOM, in fact, has too many power plants and they failed to install the important uh, uh, air pollution emission controls on them. And when you have too many power plants, it's it's hard to uh, put these things on to all of them because then you have to spend so much more money to cover all of that capacity. And ESCOM has failed to maintain these plants properly, as you can feel um, every year in, in South Africa with the load shedding. So what we're arguing for is you close down um, um, uh, those plants uh, that are scheduled to close down and you refurbish the rest. You use the money saved from that um, to fix the rest so that they run reliably and so that you have uh, pollution control devices installed in them. So you have a significant uh, reduction in um, air pollution. There'll be a huge um, geographic disparity. In other words, 
people in Mpumalanga would probably be the ones who suffer the most, and most people in other provinces wouldn't suffer very much at all. Um, what people don't tend to realize is that is is how much uh, Kauteng is affected um, by these plants. So obviously, Mpumalanga um, is the uh, worst affected, but a lot of the pollution, both from from the north um, and and from um, Mpumalanga travels to Gauteng as well, and that's actually where most of the health impacts happen because so many people are affected um, in that region. Um, we're talking, and it's a, it's a horrible conversation to have, but we're talking about the trade-offs involving deaths, and many society, many decisions that societies make actually involve a trade-off like this. And in this case, um, load shedding and intense load shedding also leads to people losing their lives. So if we don't have enough electricity, people may die in hospitals people die at traffic lights because of car accidents things like that we do need to actually work out the different trade-offs here right it's not as simple as just saying because we're running these power stations this is the total number of people that would die we would also be saving lives in other places this is the false choice that escom comes up with every time when they were supposed to put on um, air pollution control devices they sat on their hands for the best part of a decade not doing anything and then when the politicians said uh, oh it's time to comply with these uh, new emission limits they said sorry we can't do that because uh, that would mean taking plants offline and that would lead uh, to uh, to load shedding and now it's the same thing with these plant closures that they haven't done the work uh, to make sure that uh, the remaining power plants can run reliably uh, that they have enough replacing capacity and and uh, so, so it's complete there's a complete lack of accountability a complete, complete lack of ways to make sure that ESCOM does what they need to do um, to to uh, follow these plans, and and uh, so so there's no trade-off. There's there's a need to fix um, this issue and and make sure that uh, ESCOM prepares in time for these plans and deadlines that have been known um, for a long time um, already. Okay, I mean, be different people will see that in very different ways. Um, we are seeing a huge number of solar panels all over the place at the moment. Do you think that actually we might find the coal-fired power stations, despite you know all of the talk around them now, that their lives will be extended, that some of them will run for many years, because Celia, I think, has a design life for 50 years. It's only starting now. That, in fact, in the longer run, that's not what's going to happen. And what's more likely to happen maybe 10, 15 years from now, is that um, there'll be much more power from other sources. And, in fact, the coal-fired power stations won't run for the amount of time we think they will. That's the the direction that people are um, that that uh, things are moving at the moment. That it's known as the utility uh, death spiral. So uh, when uh, um, um, electricity is unre- unreliable, when it's uh, expensive, people vote with their feet. They put on their own solar panels. The utility loses money. Um, they have uh, have less uh, uh, sales, and uh, they're stuck with um, an oversized um, fleet that then uh, becomes more and more expensive, and which then Leads more and more people and uh, and municipalities to vote with their feet. So that's the existential threat that uh, um, for ESCOM that they should uh, realize um, right now. But uh, right now, that that way of ESCOM simply becoming redundant over time just seems a, a much more plausible way to to clean and uh, and reliable power supply then. Uh, than getting ESCOM fixed, but 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 uh, there are of course huge um, economic financial implications with that, um, and and uh, that's not the trans the transition that you would want to have for the workers and for everyone else involved. So 
Um, so it should just be taken as uh, um, to heart that this is what's going to happen unless you get uh, things fixed um, on ESCOM side. Hilary Milavirta, thank you very much indeed. The view there from the lead analyst for the Centre for Research on Energy and Clean Air.